everyone, welcome to Team Preacher. Excited to see everybody once again. Um, we will be, so today, we have something to come, I guess you might say. So we're going to spend some time in some prayer, and then we're going to just look at the Bible and some things that I wish I could have had when I was younger, or just period, I wish I could have had, it was all the word, all the verses where it talks about God's word being pure. I just recently have found all the verses, and these few weeks, I have really just uh, eaten these words up. And they've been so edifying, and I've just loved God's Word, talking about the words that are so pure and lovely and amazing, um, effectually um, working in my heart as well. And uh, I just, I'm just going to start in some prayer, and then we're just going to talk all about these, okay? All right. Thank you, Lord, for this one day, Lord. I praise your name, uh, praise your name on high. And I thank you all those wonderful that you've blessed us with and given us. I thank you for your word, Lord, and your word is that it's pure, Lord. And I thank you so much. In Jesus' name, amen. So this will be, I'm going to have a second one where I'm going to go deeper and further. But this is just going to, I'm going to touch it, okay? So I'm going to touch it so I don't, it's going to be quite long if I talk about it because the words of God is so deep and amazing and powerful. So I've spent a lot of time writing every verse I can find down about um, the words of God. And, you know, Dave, David talks about the words being pure. And David doesn't mention how much he loves the Lord that often. Do you know that? I think it's only three or five times David mentions how much he loves the Lord, that he, or even loves the Lord. But there are countless, so many times David repeatedly mentions how much he loves God's word. And uh, that's why I believe why God said he was a man after own, God's own heart. Because David truly loved the words, God's words, so much. You can just go through here many times. Preserve me, O God, for in thee do I put my trust, O my soul, that has said unto the Lord, Thou art my Lord. My goodness, not unto... Um, uh, that's, not a, that's not one. Mostly, I guess you can mostly find them in the last bit of Psalms, verse 119, you can find many, many talking about when David talks about how pure the words, God's word is and how amazing. Man, I keep scrolling and I'm not finding it. Here it is. Okay. It says, therefore, I love thy commandments above gold, yea, above fine gold. Therefore, I esteem all thy precepts concerning all things to be right, and I hate every false way. Thy word is very pure, therefore thy servant loveth. That's one of my favorite verses I have written down of pure words. So I have in my um, journal here um, all the verses that I've tried. There's many. Talking, trying to write down every verse I can on pure words, and that's God's word here. I have um, pure words, Psalms 119, 140. Thy word is very pure. He doesn't say just pure. He says very pure. Thy word is very pure, therefore thy servant loveth it. Um, Proverbs 35, um, Song of Solomon. Um, Solomon says, Every word of God is pure. He is a shield unto them that put their trust in him. Amen. John um, 17, 17 um, is a wonderful verse to memorize. Sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. Sanctify, I already, I already talked about John 17, 17, um, I don't remember what sermon it was. Sanctify means to be made holy, to be made holy, um, and through means end to end, side to side. So he says, sanctify them through thy truth, 
Thy word is truth. He tells us what the truth is, and that's his word here. We are to read and study the Bible. Um, John 1.1. 1, 1. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God, Jesus Christ. You'll know you'll never find the word um, ever separated from God. If you love God with all your heart, you must love his word. You can't hate God's word and hate Jesus Christ. Pastor, our, My pastor talked about that today. And he says... God and his word are unseparable. Um, I can't say I can't say that right. They can't be put aside from one another. They are the same. They are, it's, um, if you know I me, mean, there's just a deeper. And Jesus Christ was made flesh. Um, Jesus Christ is the word made flesh. Um, and you just, you can't separate God and his word. They go together. Um, that's why there's emotional Christian, uh, there's a uh, charismatic Christianity where people um, emotionally feel moved by God and that it goes against his word. Um, what I'm going to say this, woman preachers, woman preachers, they're not, they can't be um, pastors, I don't believe, because God, God's word speaks against woman preaching and pastoring. And women, they can't be used that way. I'm, you know, I'm sorry. It's just, it goes against God's word, the truth. Um, and why most, of, I've heard um, some testimonies of one, before and she says that it was some emotion emotion basically what it came down to was some emotional part of her life where god spoke to her and no it didn't happen god doesn't speak to people in that way anymore but it was an emotional feeling that came in and that's why it goes and that's what charismatic christianity is all about is that it's emotional feeling even though it goes against god's word that god in particularly has chosen them for this specific duty and emotionally and that's wrong you're not supposed to listen to your heart right we're not supposed to listen to our heart it's sad to see people go that way the heart is deceitful above all things i'm desperately wicked who can know it i don't know if i said the whole verse if i reference it all correctly i don't know but you can you can hear that again on Wicked Heart when I talk about that. Is there you go. People are being deceived by their own hearts. And that's why um, charismatic Christianity, I don't remember if I talked about that or not, but charismatic Christianity, ah, it's, so, it's horrible. People taking emotionalism over God's word. And that's why we must be sanctified through his truth. And uh, you'll never find God never goes against his truth. His word um, never does. And uh, if what God, if God is speaking to you, always compare to what His His Word says, because God will never go against what His Word says. Um, so Ephesians one thirteen, in whom ye also, oh, trusted after that ye heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also after that ye, okay, um, believed. Ye were sealed with that Holy Spirit of promise. Amen. The Holy Spirit of promise. Psalms 138, 2, verse 2. This is one of my favorite verses here. I, I will worship toward thy holy temple and praise thy name for thy, um, for thy um, loving kindness and for thy truth. For thou hast magnified thy word above all thy name. So come on. I Man, like... It seems like I just I know some people that this verse would hit them in the head so hard. I don't know they might pass out. I don't know because they're oh oh it's just some way people live. It's the word of God doesn't mean to them as much. Oh, you can't just 
it makes no sense to me. You can't just... It makes no sense to me. Honestly, this is not... Uh, I just want to be able to know this is not scripted. I'm right now just... I just came into this... I've been studying preserved word for a while. And I just decided to talk about it today. You can't say you glorify and praise God and yet live in your own flesh. If you love me, love my commandments. You ever hear that before? Where if we, if you really truly love God, you truly love him, you'll obey his word. And, and his word says to study his word. It means to read his word. You can't serve, you can't say I love God and yet live in sin in the way that you love sin. You know what I mean? Um, I heard this one story where this, um, people will, I know I've heard many people say, well, there's this guy, he, uh, He's horrible. He's mean to his kids. He beats his wife. He, um, he's a drunkard and he does this and that. And, but he loves the Lord. Does he? No, he doesn't. He doesn't really love the Lord because the Bible says, if you love me, keep my commandments. And his commandments are very clear. Um, love your, we need to study his word. And that's what I'm trying to get to is these words are so pure that's why I pray you don't have some other Bible. I hope pray you have the King James Bible. You don't have some version. Ah, oh, boy. I, that would be very sad for some right now. There's a version. And I could give you, um, I could give you all kinds of things on why, um, this, the King James Bible is the right Bible to use. I could, I, man, I could, I, I have some stuff I've been given, um, and it's some really great stuff, um, how about this right here is Psalms 119.89. Um, Psalms, David says, Forever, O Lord, thy word is settled in heaven. So when would you say the word of God was first appeared? Where do you think the first the God's word first um, started? Um, you can't really say because, like David says here, Forever, O Lord, thy word is settled in heaven. So God's word has always been here. It's been settled in heaven forever you know it, we heaven came way before us so god's word has always been so um so think of it this way so it never so god's word was even before so even when the time when noah not noah i'm sorry moses penned with the lord the lord's help um with the lord um the lord penned his commandments upon the uh, remember the stone tablets that was not the first time god's word ever was here because god's word has always been and has settled in heaven Settled means established. So it has been established. By, uh, he says, thy word is settled in heaven. It's been established in heaven where the Lord, I believe, is the kingdom of heaven. Where the Lord is. It has always been his word. Um, and even, the, you know what uh, I've heard some people say is scripture, um, the line, I guess you could say the line of scripture means copy. Because if you think about um, all the word of God originates, it's in heaven. It's settled in heaven. So the time that we have it down here, it is basically a copy. I guess if you think about it, the scriptures are copies. And we don't have, I don't, I don't like to hear when these Greek Hebrew people mention how, or just other people, I guess. Some people are, are about that. But they talk about how the scriptures are, um, they're not copied, that they're just passed on and stuff like that, 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 okay? The scriptures, this is all a copy. Um, even the oldest scripture they can find in Hebrew and Latin and Greek, they're copies, okay? They're not the originals. There's no such thing as the originals. They're gone. Um, I forgot uh, what they're called. What the In the old, in the Bible times, what they had the scripture of the Bible written upon, what they had 
Uh, they call it a scroll, they call it a book. Um, it was made out of grass. They made, uh, I guess, what somewhat a paper out of grass. And what does grass, um, the Bible say about grass? The grass withereth and the flower fadeth. So that stuff never fades. So now we can't preserve. No, this is this is amazing. I don't. I hope I'm not rushing you. That's why I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about all of this again another day. I just want to touch on it today. Uh, I just feel like that's what the Lord wanted me. Um. So I just want to talk about this right here. Where is it? Um. So where is this verse? Uh, what verse was I even thinking about? I think it completely left my head. All right. So what was I talking about? Um. Oh, I completely lost it. That's so horrible. Annoying. Um, I was talking. I'll just keep talking. It might come back to me. So the Lord, the words of the Lord are very pure. And they're gonna uh, they're gonna last forever. Okay, there that's I got I just it just hit me again. Alright, um Where is this verse? Here it is. Oh, Psalms 12, 6 and 7. That I says the words of the Lord are pure words. As silver tried in a furnace um, of earth, purified seven times. Um, then it says, Thou shalt keep them, O Lord. Thou shalt preserve them from this generation forever. So the Lord God says he will preserve his word. And if you think about it, he never says that man will preserve his word. He says that. Thou shalt preserve thy word. It says thou, Jesus, God will preserve his word. It's never up to us because the things of this world will fade, grass. Even the paper, I've had paper for years old and they faded away and gone. Nothing we have on this earth will last. So that men in their own pride believe they could preserve the word of God. Not hilarious. I think it's so stupid, so prideful. Of man, excuse me, the men of this world believe they could preserve God's word. It's hilarious that we could preserve something that would be, is it's from heaven, that's been settled in heaven. There's no way we could have preserved God's word. We are unpure. Nothing but, we are nothing of purity. We're, there's nothing pure about us, only that our God, God sees us. In his eyes, we are pure because we carry Christ's righteousness. It's the only way. We are not pure. So how are we going to keep this word of God pure? We can't. But God says, it's not about us. Um, he says, thou shalt preserve them from this generation forever. So this is God will preserve his word. God will preserve his word. Not us, but God. So there, he says he'll preserve his word. So there is a preserved out there, a preserved word out there. It is the King James Bible. So now we, if we read this verse and really read and study God's word, it doesn't matter. I don't care how smart. I don't even know. You could be there. Could be a scholarship guy listening to this. I have no clue. And you know, I'm not a mean guy. I just preach God's word, and I'm just a messenger. Messenger. I'm not some scholarship dude. Um, I don't know if there's even a scholarship guy listening to this, but. Uh, completely lost what I was going to talk, say, but um, you can be the smartest guy in the complete world. It doesn't matter how smart you are. It's, if you don't read God's word and you don't, you know, it, it doesn't matter. You can be the smartest guy in the world and you can gather all the studies of every scripture to recreate the Bible. If you, you're not, we are not to preserve God's word. God is. And I believe this is the preserved word. God's word right here, the King James Bible. 
It was put together in seven, seven years and was put together by men of God all over. Many, many people. Many. There was... And uh, it's funny, all the other new versions have come out even quicker. They've spent even quicker times. Not as long as they spent on the King James Bible. And it's funny, um, the King James Bible has been mentioned by many people that it is the best. It's the number one book bought in the world, is the King James Bible. Um, second is the Pilgrim's Progress. Um, I find it very strange. The smartest people, I, um, I know some people that would call themselves one of the smartest people, but that... Really, it doesn't even make them smart, I guess, because, well, you know, people profess themselves to be wise, be, to be wise, became as fools. Uh, that's, that's, not, that's not good. But God says he'll preserve his word, and what I'm saying is we are not to preserve God's word. We can't, but God can. And this word right here, well, yes, men were, there was men that pulled together the scriptures, and they worked very hard, but I believe God was in all that. Because if you think about it, um... Okay, if I have, I have a preserved word continued, because I didn't have enough room on that page. Um, preserved word continued. Um, uh, I don't want to take too long on all this. Um, all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for um, reproof, for correction, for instruction, in righteousness so I know God God can use men God can use men to put together and I know God did not use the men to put together the new King James I know God did not use men to do the um, NIV I know God didn't use those people I know you did you know the King James Bible is the only Bible that's not copyrighted do you know that anybody can print King James Bible and give as many out as they want the people and, but the only other versions, people get money out of it. Do you know what? Isn't that, isn't that hilarious? Some people will defend the um, the New King James or the NIV, and it's like, hmm, let me ask you something. It's like, is it copyrighted? Yeah. So basically, people are getting money for it. That's the, that's the only reason people make other Bibles. Because as you, if you think about it, the King James Bible, when it was firstly made, um, everybody used the King James Bible. Every religion, Catholics, um, you have Catholics use the New King James Bible. Um, you got every, every other, most every religion, um, every Protestants, um, all the Protestants, Catholics, the one Catholics, they're actually, Catholics are actually Protestants. Um, if you study a little further and not look on Google, <laughs> don't trust Google. Everyone out there, don't trust Google. Google knows really nothing. I tell you, I, I have looked up on some things on Google about some of our presidents and what their faith was. And they had some things right, but then a lot of them are completely wrong and messed up. I'm like, are you kidding me? Google does not know anything. I haven't checked anywhere else, but you can't trust Google. Don't trust Google. Um, uh, I'm not, you know, I'm not, don't profess yourself to be wise. I'm not professing myself to be wise. I have so much still to learn. And all the stuff I'm telling you is not, it's stuff that I've learned and I've been shown in old books by men of their own writing from God's word. All the stuff is not coming from, it's not coming from just me or something I looked up on Google. Okay. I actually looked at this stuff, studied it out and I'm telling you the truth. Okay. That's, you know, I'm, I'm not going to tell you something without checking actually specifically it myself or actually looking to men of God. And actually, yeah, I know this guy who, uh, Pastor Fagger, 
and he's he's gone all around the world finding old um, scripts and old um, things and he studied he's done a lot of work um, and just a, a godly man um, the Lord has very much used him and uh, he will he's shown you I have this thing that I've already shown you guys of all the different changes and all the versions and they um, I know you might be the, I don't know there are some people that will admit that the King James Bible is right and but they they find it hard to read so they'll use a different version. And the other problem about I've had I have a family member that had that, said that, and I was like, oh yeah. The only problem about the other versions is that they're eighty-seven uh, percent. I heard this a different notebook. They're eighty-seven percent, I believe. Um, they have for uh, another book about the, that's copied off of the Bible, basically to be made, it has to be eighty-seven percent different. So the New King James Bible is eighty-seven percent, eighty-one percent different, um, and. I don't know about 80, 10%. I don't, I actually love words. Um, I don't think it's that the words are, they are old and they're hard to understand for some people, but I don't believe that it's God's word that needs to change. I believe it's us. Do you know that? I feel like so prideful of people. I hate, I really, I really hate it when people tell me the words are hard to read. And I'm like, really? I'm like, they're like, so I just like to change it. I'm like, or read this different version. I'm like, so you're saying that God's word needs to change so you can read it. Really? Really? And you're, I, I don't know about you, but I'm not going to go to God and tell God that your word is too hard to read and I want you to change it. I, I'm not going to do that. I, I don't know about you. I'm going to read it for how it is. Preserved, God's preserved word right here. And I guess you could say, well, the Hebrews and Greek are, um, it says in this, I believe in when he says preserved, um, when he says uh, in this ge in this generation is the generation of today is English because there are more English, but now you can say there's more uh, other uh, other there's other languages out there that are more than English. But what are they trying to learn? Uh, Mandarin is that's one of the famous so Chinese, I guess you'd say. Um, what are they trying to learn? English. English is this generation's language. Everybody's trying to learn English, so that's the generation. Um, and just God's word is so very pure. And uh, there's so many things, the other Bibles and versions, I can tell you, if you look at them, they take things out that are so important. Some of these other versions I've looked at, and they, they'll they change some things, and they'll make it out. They'll make Jesus no better than Satan in some versions. That could be like the version that you're reading. So what I would do is I would not trust what man has changed or put together. And I trust the King James Bible because I believe that's, and I know, that's the preserved word of God. And, hey, I'm talking a lot of stuff that I'm not describing the whole storyline of everything. That's why I'm only touching on it because um, I don't have a lot of time. And I know there's a lot of stuff thrown in the air. Forgive me. A lot of pieces of puzzles I'm talking about because I'm really excited. And, uh, oh boy, I, I feel like I'm just, I don't know. Maybe I'm, I'm, I feel like I want this to be kind of like me throwing the bone. And hopefully people want the bone and will go after it. And hopefully the next study in part people will be excited to hear about why i would say all this stuff hey i'm i'm young um i'm i'm new and i just this is god's word to me is the bread of life i'm gonna say that truly god's word is the bread of life to me and i know people that that's not in their life that's not who they are and that's what it really comes to for me god's word is just it's meat to my bones it's just 
It's just, it's honey. It's, it's water. I would take, I would read God's word every day or any food that this world could offer me. No food, nothing that this world can offer me is more important than me, than God's word. The words spoken in this book right here are so very pure and they're, um, they sanctify me and uh, they change me, they add to me. There's nothing this world could give me that, would, that could take me away from the words of God. And they are bread, it's, it's the bread of life. And it's meat to my bone, it's meat, it's just, it's so good. In Jeremiah, um, I have the verse written down uh, somewhere, I believe. Um, uh, maybe I guess I didn't. That's too bad. Jeremiah talks about that the words of the Lord, he eats them and they're good or something like that. Uh, it's just, I'll have that verse next time. The words of the Lord are so good, everybody. They're so good and divine and just, it's the only thing that can be divine. Oh, I guess somebody's here. Um, they're so heavenly. Some Someone to pick up a puppy, I believe. Uh, just the words of the Lord are so very pure, guys. So very pure. And I know I'm new and I'm excited and I'm not this old intellectual guy who's going to describe to you all the beliefs and crazy things on approving what I'm right in proving. I'm not, you know, I'm not actually, I'm not trying to prove you wrong. Okay, take this this way. I'm not trying to prove you wrong if you're someone who believes something differently. I'm not trying to prove you wrong. I am just, I'm just trying to share the truth. And I'm trying to share God's word. And I just, I love God's word so much with my life. And there's nothing I wouldn't do for the Lord and for this, the word of God. Um, just, God's word is so amazing. Thy word is very pure, therefore thy servant loveth it. Ah, it's just, his word is so pure. Every word of God is pure. He's a shield unto them that put their trust in him. Sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. In the beginning was the word that's talking about Jesus. Um, Ephesians 1.13, in whom ye also, uh, I won't read that one. Um, or my, Psalms 138, verse 2. I will worship toward, I will worship, sorry. I will worship toward thy holy temple and praise thy name for thy loving kindness and for thy truth. For thou hast magnified thy word above all thy name. That's how much, if you truly love God, if you really truly do, what I would, what God's word says here is that he magnifies his word above his name. If we should know all the names of Christ and God, we should know his word through and through. We should know through, study through it and read it. This word is, it's so amazing, guys. You're wasting your life if you're not reading the word of God. I've, you know, I started reading God's word at five years, I guess maybe before that, but five year old, five years old, I got saved and the word of God really meant a lot to me. And I read it and I didn't do it as faithfully as I should have. I was five years old, you know, what do you expect? Um, but it wasn't until like six or seven that I really started to study it. And my mom and dad shared some, it was, I was, they, they shared some of God's word and it convicted me to study more. And I'm going to say it's six or seven, maybe eight is even when I started. And I started to really read the Bible, study it. And I've grown in my life. And I would say to not read this book right here, like read it. If you don't read 
or study it. You're wasting your life. You're It's a waste. You can't love God without loving his word. Um, if you love him, keep my... If you, if you love me, keep my commandments. And his commandment is to read and study his word, um, right, um, and rightly dividing the word of truth, um, rightly dividing the word of truth. Oh, I, can't the, I can't remember the rest. His word is so good and amazing. Oh, I go on and just like crave on how wonderful, blessed is everyone that feareth the Lord, that walketh in his ways. Um, for thou shalt eat the labor of thine hands. Happy shalt thou be, and it shall be well with thee. Um, when the Lord turned again, the captivity of, um, that's not probably the one. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Our feet shall stand within thy gates, O Jerusalem. I will lift up mine eyes unto the hills from whence cometh thy help, my help. My help cometh from the Lord, which made heaven and earth. Oh, except built the house just on and on about how good God is. And I want, what I want you to get out of it today, I talk about all kinds of stuff. And maybe some things you didn't like. Maybe there's some things you did like. And I don't know. Maybe I just, maybe I just was got too excited and I just, I, I threw too much at you and you didn't get anything at all. Okay. I'm so sorry. I got too excited and, um, I'm also not trying to take too long today, but if I could say yes, something you take out of what God's, um, word means is I would say eat it. Not literally, but I pray that you spend time in prayer and ask God to for help to get everything out of what he wants you to get out of his word. And I pray that you spend more time in his word than you do on your phone. Uh, I pray that you spend more time in his word than try everything. God is to have preeminence. So I pray spend time. That doesn't always mean reading and studying his Bible. Hey, this can be memorizing a Bible verse all the day long. This could be glorifying him in song of his his words and his life of what he's given us, the life he's given us. I just pray that you spend more time in his word. Hey, there are things I struggle in in life. You know, of course, sin. We all struggle with sin. And the only way we're going to put sin away and give Christ more of our lives is that we spend more time in his word. Sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. Um, wherewithal how should a man cleanse his own way? Um is to know, I can't remember the rest. Oh, you know what's actually on my watch, isn't it? Um, Wherewith shall a young man cleanse his way? By taking heed thereto according to thy word. Psalms 119.9. So we are to study his word. How do you want to clean up your life? Study this book right here and read it. Read and study the truth. And uh, his word is so good. It's so heavenly. It's so, uh, it's so good. Man, I get, I get so much from it, and I just love it. And I pray that we all love it. And I pray if you get something out of it today, maybe you're listening to this right now. Study, read his word right now. I pray, take a break, take a time. Um, I don't care, you be working in this moment. I pray that you could find time in any moment to look at a verse that you love and to just glorify and praise the Lord for his word. His word is so important. He exalts it over his name. I pray that we um, we take understanding of what this is and how much this should mean to us. His word is so very pure, and uh, I love it. I just I love this word here. 
I love it. I could give it a hug. I could give it a, a kiss. Uh, I could give it. This means so much to me. You know what I mean? I'm, I know I'm being weird and awkward. Oh, well, I just love this book right here. and I love God's word. It just means so much to me. It is. I want it to be my heart. I want it to be my soul, my very being. I want it to be, um, I want to be like Christ. And I just love his word. It just means so much to me. Uh, and that's all I have for today. That's what I felt like the Lord wanted me to share today. And uh, I pray the Lord blesses it in your day. And then I pray that, uh, I'm just going to pray to end us in prayer. I'm not doing cards today. Um, I pray we spend time in God's word um, today and tomorrow. And every day will be the Lord's day. And we have a good time in his word and glorify him for it. All right. Thank you, Lord, for this wonderful day, Lord. And I praise your name on high. I thank you for your word, Lord, and that it's so very pure. Lord, I thank you so much for your uh, love for us, Lord, and uh, giving us your word. I pray show us uh, what you will in our life. I pray help us to grow, to add to our faith, Lord. And I pray remind us every day to read your word and to study, and Lord, and to grow in you and to fill ourselves with yourself, Lord, your word. And I praise your name on high, and uh, I pray uh, if there's anybody lost, I pray they could get saved, Lord. And I pray if anybody is, uh, Lord, uh, deceived by any religion or change of, um, of men of this world or philosophy, Lord, philosophy, Lord, I pray show them through your word, Lord. And, uh, Lord, I just pray for your truth to be made known unto, known unto all of us, Lord. And I pray we accept your preserved word, Lord. And I praise your name. It means so much to me, and I love you so much, Lord. I love you, Jesus, in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. You know, it was a good question I thought of myself as I got asked this one time. You know, we know the Lord tells us he loves us so many times. And we pray, thank you, Lord, for dying on the cross for my sins and how much he loves us. But do we ever tell the Lord, God, God, Jesus Christ, I love you. Do we ever say that? I pray that we could add that, Lord, I love you. And to love him is to love his word. So we should love his word and be in it, to live in it, I pray. All right, everyone, have a good week, and thank you for all listening, and I pray God blesses this in your, blesses this in your day. <laughs> all right, praise the Lord. Bye, everybody. God, Lord be with you. <laughs>